Welcome to episode 10 of the Cause Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Andrajic. Today we're discussing Con Kaepernick in court for filing a collusion grievance against NFL owners for blackballing him, Kaepernick potentially signing with the Green Bay Packers, 500 protesters kneeling in front of MNT Stadium, the Ravens Stadium, to protest and support Con Kaepernick, and Paul Ryan getting caught out by an airline passenger for trying to get rid of Obamacare, along with other Republicans. Now Kaepernick taking the NFL owners to court. I think you know this was um this was a long time coming that I expected to happen, and I think it took Con a little bit longer to do it in the first place. I think he should have did it last year when when these when he first started kneeling, and so I think he would still be with the team right now if he opted in with his contract. But obviously he wanted a, a better position, a better situation with another team, and um following this grievance, it's. I think it's the right thing to do because I think personally it's obvious that he's being blackballed by the NFL for protesting inequality against African Americans in America. And that's, people are misconstruing his message like, oh, it's about the troops. No, it isn't. It's about racial equality in America. And obviously these NFL owners, they don't want to, they don't want to piss off their white fan base. And a lot of these fans are racist. They only, they only want to see black athletes perform for them, scoring touchdowns and all that, et cetera. And not worry about their rights outside of sports. And so, I hope I hope Colin he he succeeds in court, but if he wants another NFL job, this could be a mistake because he's taking them to court, and that's another topic I want to bring up is uh, his potential of his potential possibility of signing with the Green Bay Packers due to Aaron Rodgers suffering a broken collarbone injury yesterday and. It's a lot of teams that use Kaepernick. He, I think he's better than every backup quarterback in the NFL. And if, if the Packers want to even have the slightest chance of winning the NFC North, then they need to bring Con Kaepernick on board. He has the best chance for them to win. I think he, he'll click well with, with guys on Green Bay's offense, such as Devontae Adams. And so... You know, Green Bay, I think it's a good fit for him. But, you know, and I think a lot of the fans in Wisconsin, you know, there's a lot of racist fans in Wisconsin. So a lot of them will come out coming against Colin Kaepernick's message and what he stands for, what him kneeling stands for. But a lot of teams could use the services of him. I even think the Vikings could use him because obviously they lost Teddy Bridgewater last year and they have to rely on Sam Bradford. But is he really going to win you the NFC North crown? Possibly. Because Aaron Rodgers is gone for Green Bay. But Kaepernick, man, he's still 29 years old. He's still quick. He still can swing that ball downfield. And so I really hope the Packers would sign Colin Kaepernick. It'd, it'd do wonders to show that the NFL, they're, they're, they're worried about the concerns of athletes. They support athletes voicing their concerns. And this just needs to stop. We all know Colin Kaepernick is talented. We've seen guys like Mike Glennon get paid big in Chicago when he barely did anything in Tampa. And we saw him get benched for for um, for, for, for the rookie, uh, Mitchell Trubisky. And so that that's where where you know that where do you, where do these NFL owners where their heads lie in terms of Colin Kaepernick and and just athletes fighting for the rights outside of football. And so, like I said, Green Bay it's a perfect fit for Colin Kaepernick. He can win games there. He can win the love of that fan base, and it might be not enough to get back to the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, but he can win you some games, especially in the NFC North. It's not not that strong at all. The Chicago Bears, I mean, it seems like that team is only good at home. They have a good running game. The Minnesota Vikings, their defense can take them so far. The Detroit Lions, they've shown they're obviously pretenders. I've had them winning, not winning the NFC North, but winning a wild card spot. 
And so, Colin Kaepernick, he's a guy that could really dominate this division. And I hope that a lot of these teams will open their eyes to realize how much talent he has, along with him being a good humanitarian outside the football to represent the NFL in terms of him caring for the community, caring for minorities' rights in America. And so the right thing for all NFL teams to do, they're in dire need of a quarterback to sign Colin Kaepernick to their team because outside the talent, he's a phenomenal man. And staying on the topic of Colin Kaepernick, we saw 500 protesters protest outside of MNT Stadium, the stadium where the Baltimore Ravens play, before the game yesterday. And um, it was in support of Colin Kaepernick. And it's a coincidence that it happened here because the Ravens were one of the teams that were potentially interested in signing Colin Kaepernick. And the rumor was that the owner, he didn't want to sign them, but the but John Harbaugh, their head coach and the GM, they, they were on board with it. And... We saw Con Kaepernick's girlfriend, she she went in on Ray Lewis and other members of the Ravens organization. And so that might have hurt his chances at getting signed. But, you know, Flacco got hurt. It seems like he's pretty injury prone. And they should have signed Con Kaepernick to at least a backup position. But, you know, I love I love what these protesters did. 500 of them all kneeled in protest and solidarity to support Con Kaepernick. And it was a it was a pretty diverse crowd. You even saw kids kneeling, you know, throwing up a fist in honor of Colin Kaepernick. So um, it'd be good to see other fan bases do it at stadiums all around the league just to once again, you know, get the message out of what Kaepernick stands for. And, you know, because the way he's being treated by the National Football League, it's inhumane. It just shows that the NFL is not concerned with minority rights in America. And so it, it once once they show that teams that are really interested in Colin Kaepernick, once they realize they can, he can help the football team, then the NFL, it won't get bad image anymore. People won't want to boycott. And it's just funny to me that, you know, Colin, Colin Kaepernick fans, they boycotted the NFL. And it was, it was for a very good reason. But now you see a lot of these white supremacist supporters, they want to boycott the NFL for, for, for um, these anthem protests. And, you know, I go to I go to a lot of sports bars every weekend just to watch football. And um, I talk to a few people at work there, and they say a lot of people, they don't want to go want and watch football at their restaurant anymore because of all these anthem protests. And my, my reaction in my mind was, it's, it's just this country, it's, it's so racist. It's like, you really don't want to watch football anymore because athletes are protesting in a peaceful way for inequality in America. No one's getting hurt. No one's getting, nothing's getting stolen. It's just people are fed up with the way minorities are treated in America and stand kneeling during the national anthem i think it's a perfect form of protest because what they failed to show is that third verse of the national anthem it basically condones slavery and people people want to leave that out they don't want to sing that during the national anthem because they want they want to make it make it seem like the anthem is so perfect it preaches equality in america but it's a, it's a complete opposite once you read the complete lyrics of the anthem then you know what it really stands for and what America truly stands for. And once again, this has nothing to do with the troops at all. There's troops that that stand with Colin Kaepernick 100%. They love his message. And so I don't want to hear Trump supporters or any of these white supremacists say, oh, these athletes are disrespecting the flag. Go play football somewhere else, like Mike Dick has said. So they're contradicting themselves. If people really want to preach about this First Amendment mess, then let it apply to these athletes that are fighting for for the rights outside of football. Their job isn't only for you, for them to throw touchdown passes, run the ball, etc. They're not there for your entertainment. And a lot of these NFL owners, they're just completely oblivious to it, just like Jerry Jones. You know, he got that call from Donald Trump 
saying he doesn't want players to kneel during the national anthem and Jerry Jones acted like a like a complete hypocrite because he knew it before the national anthem with his players a few weeks back on during a Monday night game against the Arizona Cardinals, and I thought that was a weak move on his part and the team's part because they really wanted to show the message that they're all kneeling together and coming together as one. They should kneel during the national anthem, not before. And it's crazy, like the Cowboys fans, they booed them just because they did that before. So that's how you know where their heads are at. As a fan base, but you know, I just I want to command that Atlanta Falcons owner Arthur Blank. He came he came out saying players have a right to kneel in a respectful way, and that's what every NFL player is doing. They're kneeling in a respectful way. They're not talking during the national anthem. They're not doing anything. They're just kneeling to show that they're fighting for a specific cause, and it's a great cause. Racial equality in America is what they're fighting for. Fighting against police brutality against African Americans, that's the right thing to do is a protest. And a lot of these white NFL owners, they, they won't ever have to deal with these problems simply because they're rich and white in America. They will never know how it feels to be in the shoes of the players that they employ, the players that bring them millions of dollars in every year, the players that made them billionaires today. So the, these owners, they, they need to be way more sympathetic towards the players because. Once again, they will never know how how they feel in America. They will never know how it feels to be how to be black in America on a daily basis. So they shouldn't listen to what our president says. Oh, they shouldn't kneel during the national anthem. Like I said, everyone is supposedly a free country. This First Amendment is so glorified. So let everyone use apply the First Amendment, not just specific people, not just white people in America. It's applied for everyone, including football including the NFL. And people want to say, oh, yeah, your rights in the workforce, it could be restricted in within private organizations. But you know what? Everyone watches the NFL every single Sunday, Monday, Thursday. So is it really that private? You have a huge platform on the national stage to address issues happening happening in our country, such as racial inequality and police brutality. And so why not do it during the national anthem? On a nationally televised Monday night game or a Sunday night game, it's a perfect platform for people to be exposed to these issues and recognize that all these things, it's a, it's a huge pr- problem that continues to occur in our country. And sticking to the subject of the national anthem, a Chattanooga, Tennessee man lost his job last week after sitting during the national anthem at a work-related event. And obviously, you know, this, this doesn't even surprise me because this is just everything that America stands for right now. First Amendment rights being take away, taken away from African Americans, only applying to white people in America. And you can't sit during the national anthem anymore at a work-related event. It's like everyone has to share the same political beliefs. And every day, every single day, it seems like America is, is just a dictatorship. It really is. And everything that's going on in America, the 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 divisiveness right now in Donald Trump, he started this whole divide of of racial tension in America right now that we're dealing with because he ran his campaign on hate and bigotry and he comments came out about him condoning sexual assault with the women from like 2005 and to no one's surprise no consequences came it didn't affect his run for president but once some stupid emails came out that Hillary Clinton was using her emails on a personal phone that completely affected her presidency her run for president and Donald Trump won despite him being arguably the biggest white supremacist in the world but one black man he 
He sits there in the national anthem at work related event and he loses his job. Give me a break. It's the same oppression that the NFL is dealing with right now. Uh, companies want to drop endorsement deals with athletes because they're kneeling during the national anthem. And I guarantee you a lot of these players, if a lot of these white athletes, had they came out bashing President Barack Obama during his presidency, I doubt we would have seen any punishment. But once you see people coming out after Trump, like Jamil Hill, she gets suspended for two weeks from ESPN. For what? It puzzles me. You know, I love ESPN to death. Uh, that move was awful, in my opinion. And so everyone has the right to speak. If, if someone's actions... Uh, some people's actions, it shouldn't be held to a higher standard than the president. Uh, well, Trump, he's running the White House like a like a grown daycare, I mean, like a reality show. But once someone calls out his actions and says his words and his actions are the actions of white supremacists, then they get they get punched for it. So it's 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 just puzzling to me, especially with this with news of this man losing his job for singing during the national anthem. I feel like he should take he should take that job to court. Because that kind of that kind of discrimination has no place in the workforce. Yes, it's political, but he's addressing issues that need to be concerned right now. And well, I don't know much about the the company that fired him, but I hope he receives the justice that he deserves in court. Now, I'm Irene Dragic. You're still tuned into the Cause Podcast. Moving on to a new topic is um, House Speaker Paul Ryan. I love this story. This woman, she basically confronted him while they were on the same flight. And he basically called out his actions and other Republicans' actions in Washington for trying to take care, for trying to get rid of Obamacare. And I applaud her 1,000% for this because, <clears throat> excuse me, they, Republicans in Washington, they just want to get rid of Obamacare or the real name, Affordable Health Affordable Care Act, is just because he created it. Just because a, a black president created it. And now a lot of Republicans in Washington, they want to agree with, with Trump's health care plan that takes away health care from 32 million people. It's going to affect a tremendous population of the country. And you want to get rid of that just because they all have a, a vendetta against Barack Obama. It's puzzling to me. But, you know, on, on a lighter note, I applaud the Republicans in Washington that disagree with Trump's actions and who say that he's not running the presidency well. It's a reality show. He doesn't take things seriously. And that's the way it is. It's just the way it is. But, but you really want to put people's health care in jeopardy just because you don't agree with another politician? It's, it's immoral. That's not what America should stand for. But sadly, every single day, that's the dire- direction that this country is drifting towards. And so I hope Republicans in Washington come to their senses that Trump isn't fit. They do. They come together as one with Democrats to try to get him out of office because taking away people's health care is just—it just pisses me off every day. It's just unreal. From Trump recently trying to come back once again to try to bring this Muslim ban—that's immoral. It's—it's discrimination, and we know how he feels about Muslims. It's just—it's pathetic. And the fact that a president could hold these morals—it's just sad. It really is. So. The sooner he gets out of here, the sooner we can move forward as a nation to get rid of white supremacy and not tolerate these kind of values that he stands for. Because it just it just has no place in the country that's supposedly the greatest country in the world. This is episode 10 of the Cause Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Andrzejczyk. Thank you for tuning in.